I'm Andrew Kahn. I'm Ryan Zook. And these are some of the Michigan Wolverines headlines from MLive.com this week. As most know, Jawan Howard becoming Michigan's head coach this offseason was a homecoming. A less publicized return to the program happened shortly after, when Howard hired Jay Smith as his director of player personnel and development. Smith had been an assistant coach at Michigan for seven years, coinciding with Howard's three seasons as a Wolverine. The two kept in touch from a distance over the next 25 years, Howard during his time in the NBA, Smith while holding various college coaching jobs. This included Smith's ongoing battle with cancer. They had a special relationship their first go-round in Ann Arbor. It was Smith who worked with Howard before practice to help develop him into a top-five draft pick. The two cried together in a hotel room following a second straight national championship defeat. Now they're reunited, and both are thrilled with the arrangement. Said Howard, we are all lucky to have him in this building. After being ranked number one for the first time in program history last week, Michigan's baseball team took a tumble in this week's rankings. The Wolverines lost 2-3 to UConn, falling from number one to number five in the Baseball America rankings, and dropping from number nine to number 16 by D1Baseball.com. Michigan took a 5-0 lead in the first inning Friday, but the Huskies continued to chip away, tying the game in the eighth before storing the game-winning run in the ninth. Michigan responded with a 14-2 victory Saturday, led by Dominic Clemente's three hits and three RBIs. Freshman third baseman Ted Burton hit a three-run home run for his first of the season. Redshirt freshman lefty Stephen Hazier, who missed all last season with a knee injury, allowed two runs on six hits in five innings. He improved to 2-0, and has a 1.64 ERA in 11 innings this season. On Sunday, Michigan left 11 runners on base in a 9-2 loss. Looking back on the Michigan men's basketball team's blowout wins in the Bahamas in November, it's important to remember a few things. First, little scouting was being done that time of year. Secondly, a couple of the teams Michigan beat turned out to be not particularly good. Lastly, Michigan caught fire from three-point range. In the Bahamas, we looked like an offensive team, assistant coach Phil Martelli said. Now I think we look like a winning team. Hard to argue. Michigan has won five in a row and seven of eight. The ball is popping around on offense, with Michigan finding ways to score even when the outside shot isn't falling. But the biggest strides have come defensively. Michigan is playing as well as any team in the country on that end of the court. As a result, the Wolverines are climbing in the Big Ten, the National Polls, and most importantly, in NCAA tournament seed projections. The hot start was nice, but seasons are defined in March, and Michigan appears to be peaking at the right time. Michigan's softball team beat Liberty 1-0 Friday to improve to 10-0, but it lost its next three games over the weekend. The Wolverines' bats went cold, losing to Iowa State 5-1, to number 22 South Carolina 3-0, and Liberty 6-5. In Saturday's loss to the Gamecocks, number 13 Michigan managed just two hits. It outhit Iowa State 7-6 on Saturday afternoon, but the Cyclones rallied for four runs in the top of the seventh. Against Liberty on Sunday, the Wolverines took a 5-0 lead in the fourth, on a three-run home run from sophomore catcher Hannah Carson. However, the Flames rallied to tie the game in the sixth and won it in the seventh on a walk-off home run. The highlight of the week came in Friday's 1-0 win over Liberty. Sophomore Alex Storacco struck out 13 in five and two-thirds innings before Megan Bobian pitched a perfect one and one-thirds innings in relief to earn the save. Juwan Howard has said repeatedly that Franz Wagner, had he played high school ball in the United States, would have been a five-star recruit. Then, perhaps, his recent performances would have been expected. Regardless, the freshman has elevated his play as Michigan has become one of the more dangerous teams in the Big Ten. Wagner is averaging 17 points and 7 rebounds over the last three games while rediscovering his outside shot, which had been inconsistent since he broke his wrist in October. All season, Michigan's coaches have raved about his defense and ability to do the things that don't show up in the box score. 
assistant Phil Martelli calls him a savant. Wagner will have stiff competition for the Big Ten Freshman of the Year, given the production of Indiana's Trace Jackson Davis, a five-star himself. But as Wagner's three-point stroke improves, his ceiling gets even higher. Martelli was asked what to expect from the freshman going forward. You should expect him to get paid twice a month, Martelli said with a laugh, and not for name, image, and likeness. Read those stories and more on MLive.com slash Wolverines. This is Acast Recommends. Every week we pick one of our favorite shows, and this is one we think you're going to love. What's going on, everybody? This is Chops from the Load Management Podcast, the premier podcast for all sports content that brings you stories deeper than just the box scores. And when you listen to us, you're going to hear conversations you can't get anywhere else when we have guests on like Alan Iverson, Christian Yelch, Jarvis Landry, Antonio Brown, and Deontay Wilder talking about sports through a complex sports lens. Yes, every single Tuesday, new episodes of the Load Management Podcast, hot takes, deep dives, and stories from your favorite athletes that you've never heard before. This is the premier podcast for your listening pleasure load management every tuesday new episode check us out Acast is home to the biggest podcast from the u.s and around the world subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via Acast or wherever you get your podcasts